skeptic. Welcome to My Roommate's a Witch. Spooks and Goofs, part two. This week, we're going way back to two weeks ago, episode nine, when we were talking about spooky stories. And we're jumping back in with Jen's tales of her family's ghost. And what's up with that? So there's like a playful spirit that comes around when the scary spirit's gone. Like the spoon's going missing. That's what I'm trying oh. to do. And then when the scary spirit comes, the spoon stops disappearing and it's fine. There's also a ghost that I believe like walks the golf course at night. Um, I was babysitting some kids who live up the street from us. Um, and they have this really well-behaved like chocolate lab named Perry. Um, and he, we were just chilling on the couch one night. And the dog jumped up. And their whole back of their house is like glass, like doors and windows and stuff. Mm -hmm. And he just started growling at the back door. And I was like, well, that's weird. So I turned on all the lights because I thought there was like an intruder. Raccoon. Or a raccoon or something. And then he started, I've never seen anything like it. He just started pacing along the length of the house, like along the back wall, like just full on growling. Um, and I was like, this is so weird. I like turned on all the lights. There was no one outside. There was no animal. There was no, I like went out on the back porch. I didn't see anything. I like went in the garage. There was not, I couldn't find anything. And so he, I, he was, but he was like still pacing and like growling. And then I like went and sat back down on the couch and he like sat in between me and the door of the like back porch. And he was like just facing outside growling. And then. No. What? I'm already scared. So one night I was, so my house backs up to the same golf course, just further down the street. Mm -hmm. And I, around this time was starting to stay up later. And so I would go to the playroom, which is like our, used to be a garage, got converted into like a part of the house. And I heard along our back, like deck area, footsteps, um, walking. So I went, turned on all the lights. Like that. Just like that. (laughs) Um, and I looked outside and there was no raccoon, there was no animal, there was nothing. And so then literally any time like that I'm home, if I'm in the playroom at 1am, I hear footsteps like clockwork every time. Um, and then, yeah, it was really weird. It's really weird stuff. And my cat, cutie pie, one night I was, um, in my bed at like one and cutie pie doesn't like she didn't cooperate with the other cat and she didn't so I'm just sitting there and I like pat on the bed I'm like come on up like come come to bed and she like just stared at me she went and I was like what and she was like and I was like okay so I like followed her I like let her lead me I just followed her um and I thought she was gonna take me like to her food dish or something you know um, and she didn't she like walked down into the playroom and Dasher was sitting on our couch looking out the window of onto like where it was and it was like oh my god I thought you were I thought you were saying like your dead cat Dash was sitting on <laughs> no. the window no no he was alive at this one in time <laughs> yeah no and so Dasher was like sitting on the couch staring out the window and Cutie Pie jumped up and sat on the couch and started staring out the window and they were growling and I heard the footsteps and but there was nothing there and I was like wow three whole ghosts and so I think that it's probably some sort of entity that like walks the golf course at night but you know anyway so those are the ghosts that lived in my house um my freshman year at weinstein um we had this spot on our floor and it was really warm and so you'd stand on it and you're like oh that's weird and i always thought it was like just a water pipe or something 
Um, that isn't it. But we always joked, like, that's Maurice the ghost on the warm spot. Um, and so I would go... Well, aren't, aren't ghosts supposed to be colder, though? Yeah, I, so that's, but that's why it was a joke, right? Because we didn't think oh, it was okay. real. And then one day I was on the phone with my mom... And I was standing on the warm spot warming my feet. And my mom goes, hey, uh, do you think you could move out of the hallway? I can, can't hear you over all the voices talking. And I was like, no, she did not do that. <laughs> and so then I was like, huh. So I stepped Ooh. literally just off of the warm spot. And she was like, oh, that's much better. Thanks. And I was like, well, sometimes phones are fickle. <laughs> sure. Um, and then my last ghost tale, if you're in for it. I don't think I'm... Oh, I actually I have two I more. I have two more. So my, my first last ghost tale also took place in my Weinstein dorm. Do you remember when they dug up... So I yes. was asleep. Um, I didn't... I hadn't read that article yet. Um, and... Well, should we tell... No, just tell the story. Yeah. It, and it was about 5 a.m. And I, like, was, like, awoken. I don't know how to describe it. And I sat up in bed... And I, at the foot of my roommate's bed. No, there wasn't. Uh huh. It was like a figure of a man. No, there was not. <laughs> In a dark coat. There was not. I'm scared for you, and this <laughs> happened years ago. <laughs> With a hat staring at me. Shut up. Um, like a full embodiment that it you just had no, it was like just a, a shadowy suit. like silhouette. And stop. I like looked at it and I was like, "Can you please leave?" And <gasps> no, you did not. I would have been screaming. <laughs> just like, "Can you please leave?" And uh, and then it was gone. And what? And you then just walked out the door. No, it just disappeared. And then I was like, "Well, that's scary." And I was pretty scared at that point. Um, did you wake up? Did you wake up your roommate? No, of course not. I went back to bed. <laughs> like I said, I'm really not that scared of ghosts. So then, um, so that happened wow. like four nights in a row. Um, and on the fourth night, they dug up the bones. That happened to you four nights in a row? Yeah. Um, and so on the fourth oh night, I didn't have time to sage that week. So I was like, I guess wow. you're just going to hang out here. And on the fourth night was when they dug up the vault of bones. Well, explain, explain what you're talking about. Oh, yeah. So they dug up... Um, a vault of bo- bo- human bones. Like, basically on our college campus. Yeah, it was, uh, yeah. Um, and after they dug it up, he disappeared. After it was, and he disappeared. Um, and then I saged, and we were fine. Really freaked my roommate out. I told her, and she, I, I only told her after he left. I wouldn't want to know. I'd be like, <laughs> don't, don't ever tell me. I don't want to know. <laughs> Good, I'll keep that in mind. Um, yeah. And then my last scary ghost story was me being a fucking idiot. Um... And it, it literally, I'm so stupid. What did I, you do? What did you do? So I was in Brighton Beach, London, England. If not, I'm an idiot. <laughs> in Brighton Beach, England. Okay. And I was walking back to my Airbnb one night, and I passed a old asylum. And I... Well, how did you know you were passing an old asylum? So it was like this old, like, white building that said, like... um it said on the front gates, old <laughs> asylum. No, it just looked really creepy, and I looked it up, and it is. it, it used to be an asylum. Were you by yourself? Yes. Jennifer! <laughs> and it was like, it was also like midnight. And I was like, oh, this is cool. I'm going to take a picture of it. Which was so stupid. So I took a picture, and I'm back in my room, 
and my Airbnb, and I'm like, I zoom in on the picture. No, you know you don't. Yep, I did. And there's. <laughs> oh, my reaction to all of this is no, I didn't. No, you don't. And there was a face in one of the windows, and I was like, well, this is stupid that I did this. And so I deleted the picture immediately, and I was like, please, please don't haunt me. You look like you have something to say. I just don't understand the concept. Why would why would taking a picture make them haunt you? Um, because I would I like impeded on their. It's like the same reason you shouldn't go inside like abandoned asylums or abandoned like schools, things like that. Well, but you can go during the day because ghosts don't come out during the day. <laughs> That's really not true. Um, <laughs> say what you need to make yourself feel better. Um, Stop! <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, so I get back to my room in London, like my dorm, and this is like a brand new dorm, like recently built within the last five years, like all new, like all new everything, right? And I had like recessed lighting kind of similar to ours in here. Um, And I turned on my lights and this one light in the corner started flickering, like incessantly for like three minutes and then it stopped. Okay. And I was like, okay, that's weird. So I was like, all right, let me call maintenance. So I was like, hello, maintenance. Can you come replace my light bulb, please? And they were like, sure. So they came and they, like, replaced the light bulb. Um, And every time I turned on my lights, um, it would flicker. And... It, well, I would be like, maybe that's like the fuse in the wall. Well, let me let me get to that part of the story. And so at this point, I was like, oh, great. My Brighton ghost has followed me because it's annoyed that I took its photo. Mm-hmm. And I was an idiot, and I'm very sorry. So I tried to sage. It didn't do anything. So I'm like, hi, maintenance. Can you please come? My light still flickers every time I turn it on or off. So also when you turn the lights off, it would like flicker, flicker. It was very creepy. Flicker, 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 flicker. And then eventually it would stop. That's creepy. Yeah. And so then... Um, they came and they were like, well, the light bulb's clearly not the problem. Let's, let's check the wiring. So they like replaced the like wiring and like the light and they were like, try that now. And, uh, it still happened. Just this one like light. And it, our, we had like a kitchen on the other side and none of those lights were behaving strangely. It was just this one light. And I was like, oh cool. So that's the ghost. And so that, when that didn't do anything, I like called them out again and they were like, there's literally nothing else for us to replace. We have no idea why this is happening. And I was like, oh, cool. Um, and so, like, I, even, like, Nina Antonello and Amanda Samuelson, like, came and they were like, yeah, this is actually weird. Like, all my friends were like, this is oh, super... call them out. <laughs> yeah, they were like, wow, this is super weird. Um, See, in my head, I would be like, oh, that's just the light now. <laughs> Yeah, um, so, and I just knew in my gut, I was like, I know the Brighton Ghost is teaching me a lesson about photographing likely haunted places. Um, so from, so I'm really glad I don't think it followed me back from London. Um, I did, like, a bunch of cleansing, and I was like, please, can you just stay here? I have learned my lesson. I will never be an idiot again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, so under that logic, though, like, my mom, whenever I take her anywhere takes a ton of photos of everything that's like her thing and basically everywhere in New York City is haunted Mm -hmm. and so what's up with that (laughs) well I think it really depends on like the level of anger that like is so places like asylums and places like 
um, like tuberculosis hospitals, places like old boarding school. Like there are places where like I feel like the ghost level of anger is just like median higher. Um, and like uh, you know, same thing for graveyards and stuff. And so I like well I agree that most of New York City is probably haunted. Like I think those ghosts are like used to people kind of hassling them. <laughs> yeah. Um. But I think these ghosts, like, ghosts in asylums, like, really don't, are angry. They died angry, and they don't want to be disturbed. And so I would really encourage you, like, um... Not to be dumb. Don't do that. Don't do that shit. Like, uh, my friend Allison, who we're trying to get to come on the show, like, she has a lot of really scary stories about when she went to, um... She used to go, she used to frequent old asylums, and, like, as, like, a hobby. It was, like, her... Hobby was going to abandoned asylums. What a weirdo. It's not a good way to get her to come talk on the show. <laughs> um, no, I was going to say, though, do you think that belief has something to do with it? Because my mom, shout out to my mom, she listens to this podcast, strongly would be like, that's not what it is. That's ridiculous. Blah, blah, blah. So do you think that because, like, do you think you're more susceptible to being haunted if you believe in that kind of thing? I think for peop I think people who believe in ghosts or people who experience like psychic or paranormal activity are usually more sensitive <laughs> to <laughs> ghosts and spirits. So not necessarily susceptible. Right. So I think it's like like you and I might walk into an abandoned building. And because I'm more... I would be scared my nuts <laughs> off. <laughs> and because... That's not even a phrase. I just made it up. And because I'm more psychically susceptible than you are, I might get a very different reading than you do. Yeah, and I feel like the difference between us two is that I would be, like, effing terrified because I'm also terrified of, like, haunted houses, like, and everything like that. I mean, like, make-believe haunted houses. Like, you pay and you go into a haunted house. Um, and also real. <laughs> but, um, I'm like effing terrified, but I'll do everything in my power to be like, that is scary, but like rationalize, 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 but I'm also scared. Whereas you are saying like, you are not scared, but you like believe it to be actually like ghosts and stuff. I mean, and I think like the times where I have been scared is because like, like I feel like, um, the best way to like deal with like a ghost so like to deal with a ghost in your house i believe like cleansing the space it, it, throughout whatever method you want to use is effective and i think politely like explaining to the ghost like why they're scaring you like i know people who like live in houses that have ghosts and they've just reached a ter an agreement with the ghost where it's like yeah when you slam the cabinets it's really terrifying so if you could stop that we can all cohabitate together you know um and it's just kind of like, I think it's like if you, I think living in the acknowledgement that I think they're real, um, is like, I think that's how you like negotiate with them, you know? Um, I'm not afraid of them because I know what they are. I think it's more scary to like constantly, I mean, and I'm not telling you how to live your life. I really don't care. And if you don't believe it, that's fine. But like, I think it is more scary when you're like trying to rationalize it. Cause I do believe there are some things which just can't be rationalized. Um, but it's also like, well, I, and now that I 
have acknowledged my belief in ghosts. It's like, well, I can take steps to, like, if I'm going to my favorite graveyard, I always am, like, wearing, carrying amethyst. When I go on my adventures in the countryside and explore abandoned buildings, I'm, like, amethysted up. I've got, like, sage in my car just in case, and I always cleanse myself before and after. Like, there are, like, steps you can take if you're feeling, like, scared of ghosts or if you're feeling uncomfortable around the concept. But I think, like, especially if you're into, like, witchcraft and if you're into, like, psycho-spiritual work, like, I think it's, you have to make peace with whatever your rela- relationship with entities are. And they, I'm not saying my my way's the only way. Like, so, some people, I'm sure, some witches, I'm sure, are, like, very much so, like, keep the ghosts away from me. And they can take magical steps to do that. And I, but I'm more of a chill person. I'm like, meh, come hang out. But don't, not if you're mean. <laughs> There's just no world in this lifetime in which I could wake up in the middle of the night, see a strange <laughs> entity in my bedroom, and not be scared out of my effing mind. <laughs> I mean, I was scared. Like, I, to be, to that, that's the other thing, too, is like, it's okay to be scared. But it's, I was, that, I actually think that's probably the scariest ghost moment I've had. Because that was so specific. And a man. Yeah. I'm ter- Female ghosts, we're chill. Male ghosts, mm, I get nervous about. Like, that was genuinely scary. And if it hadn't gone away after four days, I, I think I probably would have, like, been a little bit worried. But, like, I don't know. Sorry, go ahead. A couple of years ago, the movie Crimson Peak came out. I think we should watch it together. Um, I tried to get everyone over to watch it on Halloween, but everyone was like, you don't have a TV. And I was like, okay, you're better than me now because you have a TV and I don't. Anyway. Um, hmm. What a strange story. <laughs> okay, the point of the story is a couple of years ago, Crimson Peak came out. And in it, there is a bunch of ghosts. And there's a scene in which they, the... The mother is... Spoiler alert, okay. The mother is killed in a... In the bathtub. And so then at one point, like, her ghost, I think, comes back in the bathtub or something like that. It was like a porcelain bathtub. And then my sister bought a house. And in one of the bedrooms that they made, like, one of their kids' bedrooms, there was a bathroom. I'm not a bathroom. There was a tub in the corner of this bedroom for no reason and that was the room that they had me stay in when I went to visit her and I was like you don't understand see I went and bought the house (laughs) I had this really crazy thing happen so my parents were looking at like to get an investment property like a property to buy and then rent out to people and so they took me along all these these house buying things um and the first so one of the first houses we went to I like walked in and I just felt sick. And I was like, oh, I hate this. This just feels bad. And my mom was like, I feel really weird about this house. Hmm. And so we're upstairs, and there was this really weird bedroom that was like two, not the master bedroom, but it was super long and kind of narrow. And it looks like it had been like two, like, children-sized bedrooms once, and then it wasn't anymore. I don't know. So we're, we open up this door, and... In, like right inside on the wall is this huge painting of an eye. What? Yeah, like a really detailed, like huge painting of an eye. Unfortunate series of events. And I walked in and I was like, oh, there's stairs here. And the real estate agent goes, oh, that's. In the bedroom? Yeah, in this closet, right? And I was like, oh, that's. Wait, in the closet there were stairs? No, I don't. I, 
Let me finish the fucking story, Victoria. I just don't understand. Okay, so I open... We thought it was a closet. Oh. I open it up. There's a wall. On the wall... Okay, don't talk to me like I'm an idiot. On the wall is a huge painting of an eye. Okay. And then there's stairs that lead up into what I suppose is an attic. Okay. And the real estate agent mm-hmm. said, oh... That's strange. And I said, please tell me, real estate agent. And he goes, well, there's just no attic listed on this, like, house listing. And they always... You were like, we're all hallucinating. (laughs) (laughs) And he's like, and they always list attics because it's like a selling feature. And he's like, that's really weird. And my mom was like, we're getting the fuck out of this house. And there was another house we went into... And, um, I like walked up and I was like, nope, I can't make myself walk in there. I was like, sorry, mom and dad, I'm going to sit in the car. I can't. Something just feels really, really wrong. And my parents were like, oh, that's weird. And then my mom walked in and she was like, I feel sick. I, I can't do this, Ray. I don't want to get this house. And my dad was like, whatever, women. And so we like walked out and then, um, someone else bought the house. Um, and they brought in construction workers to do the renovation. And one of them fell through the floor of the living room he did not die but he fell i was supposed to be like oh my god he like fell through to like the crawl space and it was like very scary like the whole floor like caved in so whether or not you think that's a ghost oh i thought you were gonna finish the story by being like and there were bodies in the crawl space (laughs) (laughs) but so whether or not you think that's a ghost or just my intuition about a a bad house spy being right you know you know what i recently found out is that they found skeletons in benjamin franklin's basement and they have no idea why I don't like that. Yeah. Um, I will say, like, sometimes during these things, like, it is scary, but, like, looking back, I'm not really that scared. Does that make sense? Sure. Um, Whether that's how I would feel or not, you know. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah. Also, I I would like to clarify, um, I don't think her house is haunted. I've never felt anything weird at all. It's just that I saw that movie, and then there was a bathtub, and I was creeped out. And it's still there. They haven't gotten rid of it. What did the children do with the bathtub? They put all their toys in it. That's pretty weird. (laughs) It's innovative. It's art. (laughs) Okay, well. Yeah. Okay, so for the people who have like an unwanted presence in their home, what should they do? What's up? Tell tell the people what's good, Jen. I mean, I think like the best... Um, I think the best tactic when dealing with unwanted presences is actually prevention. Um, so like when I moved in here, um, or anywhere really, I like to start by cleansing the space before I even bring my own like personal items in. Um, you know, depending on what your actual, like, so I'm always like, hi, my name's Jennifer. I'm really excited to be living here. Um, if there are, <laughs> this is like with sage and crystals and like full protection, you know, everything's out, you know, that kind of thing. It's like, um, you know, I, and I frame it as like, I am happy to coexist with you here as long as we can do so peacefully. Um, you know, here are like my rules and guidelines, you know, that kind of thing. Um, and that works for me. I think like if you're like Victoria, if you were to do this, you might want to be like, please leave me alone. But then I'm scared because if I say that, what if that angers them? 
Yeah, I mean, that's why I think it's better to frame it as, like, if we can coexist peacefully. And then, like, coexist peacefully for me is, like, oh, I don't mind if you say hi every now and then. But coexist peacefully for you would be, please don't scare me. You know what I mean? Like... (laughs) Um, I, I feel like don't spook me <laughs> yeah exactly um, and so I think that's like the nicer way which you can kind of try and avoid that whole leave and then they're like oh fuck you kind of trap um, so I think that's that I would say prevention is first um, another tool of prevention like to keep spirits like from so if you have like a space that you don't feel has negative energy or negative spirits or anything um, if you want to keep them out um, I'd rec- you can do anything you could do like um a salt like barrier you could do a salt circle you could do like I know a lot of people who get a big hunk of say like amethyst and keep it at their front door just which is helpful not only keeping out like spiritual negative energy but also like personal negative energy um like Victoria's personality um clearly it didn't work um yeah, I think those are good places to start. If you're going somewhere, like if you have to go to a grave graveyard or an abandoned building, uh, I think always packing some sage with you. Sage, crystals, always a good idea. Bring your amethyst. I wear it around my neck. I carry it in my backpack. It's on my key set. There's a lot of amethyst floating around in my life. I mean, there's other protective stones too. Amethyst is just my favorite. So because my worst nightmare is that, I mean, it's probably not my worst nightmare, but like... Uh, in this world, I wake up, it's 2 a.m. There's a man in my apartment, and he is not of this world. Um, what's, like, the first thing I should, like, reach for? Like, do I just throw some salt on me? <laughs> I think the first thing that you should do is say, as for... Well, the first thing I do is scream heavily, as we've noted from the door happenstance. I think... Listen, honestly, I know that you're... I'm holding her hand. Do you think if I screamed, they would be, like, they would just leave? No, they'd probably feed off the fear, so... If they're negative... Ah, they're like snakes! <laughs> what? Is that a thing? They're like, they can sense your fear. Yeah, snakes, bears, moose, all of that, actually, they said. I think the first thing you do is you take a deep breath, because clearly you're... Ter- it's, it's okay to be scared, but it's also... Th- I think it's also about being firm... And showing that you are in, this is your space, you were here, you are here, it's, you are in control, right? So I think the first thing you say is, hi, you are scaring me right now, please leave. I don't think I could get out the words. <laughs> so, uh, if, if, so if that were to happen, I think that's what I would start with. I, I, I keep my crystals by my bed, so <laughs> I would be grabbing my amethyst, um, you could even, but I think you just have to kindly and firmly ask them to go. I usually think if it's like at a hard 2 a.m., your best bet is to probably then just go back to sleep, you know, because there's not much. Are you shitting me? <laughs> well, here's my other thing. It's like, what am I really so, like, what are they going to do to me? You know what I mean? I don't want to know. Think you I don't want to know. I don't want the answer to that question. I mean, what actually the biggest risk is, is like, it's unlikely that they'll possess you. So... <laughs> The actual, like, biggest risk is if they are powerful enough to move physical objects of this world. Well, we all know <laughs> ghosts can't do that, Jen. We all know. They can. Um, so, I think the first thing you should do is politely but firmly ask it to go. I think it's in your best interest to try to appear as confident as possible. Um, 
I think like it is a very scary situation, but I think you just have to sort of face it head on. Um, yeah. So to prevent that negative energy, think protective crystals around your house. You can also cast charms on your house. Um, there's a lot of different stuff that you can do. Um, I also have a cat and I do believe that she protects me. Mm-hmm. I think like, and I don't need you to take that belief away from me. <laughs> no, I, I think that's true. I think a good, you have a very deep bond with Maggie. Yeah. And I, I do believe that like animals can also see things that we don't see. And so I, it would not surprise me if she's given you a little boost. I think Maddie, Ma- yeah, anyway, I'm not going to say that. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, so I think that's like generally, I think the best tool is prevention. If you actually have, if you have something in your house, I think how you want to handle it sort of depends on who you are. Like, um, who are you going to call Jen? Ghostbusters. <laughs> um, I think if you're someone who's comfortable hanging in the spiritual plane and you could use a tarot deck or candle magic to like try and communicate with them, see who they are, see what they're doing, see what they're here for. Um, that's better than a Ouija board because as I said before, a Ouija board is a open spiritual portal that any ghost can come up to and fuck with you. And if you're in a scare and Ouija boards are just a bad idea. Uh, especially because it's usually like dumb teenagers using them um, and scary shit happens because it's like an uncontrolled spiritual channel. Um, whereas if you were going to communicate with candles or tarot, whatever you want to use or runes, um, whatever you want to use, like that's a very control, you are in control of that. Right. Um, also if you are in a scary Ouija board situation, do not burn it. Do not break it. You close the portal that the spirit came through. They are, much more difficult to get rid of once you've broken the portal. So, what if you are, say that you find yourself in a group of teens and <laughs> they have opened this portal, but you were just there by happenstance? I don't know why this would happen, but I'm just creating a scenario. You're at the sleepover, you didn't want to do it, but they forced you to. Can you just leave? Or are you like inextricably bound to this Ouija board now just because you were there? I mean, I think it depends on, like, how... Like, I think if you're in a... If you don't want to... I think the best way to disassociate from the Ouija board if it's going on in your space is to not put your hand on the planchette, which is the little triangle thing. Um, I think that's, like, your best bet as to, like, avoid your entanglement in this spiritual issue. I would say also, like, um, if you are a witchy teen and you think you might be in a situation that could involve ghosts... Um, I would say the same th- the same advice I would give to any full fledged witch adult, which would be to carry your protective stones, get ready to sage yourself, that kind of thing. Um, as always, if you're going to use fire, be careful, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Don't ingest any herbs you aren't sure of. Um, <laughs> I don't know why I felt the need to put that disclaimer out there. Um, I think if the ghost is already in your house, one second you think you're smoking pot, but you're really smoking some basil. <laughs> Oops. Um, that's astral travel for you. <laughs> um, I think if you already have an entity in your home, um, I'd say standard. I, yeah, so as I was saying, like um, you can choose to communicate with them in a way that feels comfortable to you. Um, you can... I mean, I'd, again, any cleansing rituals that you can do, always a good idea. Um, if nothing's working and you still feel like this presence is male- is like angry and in your home, then I think there are a lot of scammers who will get, quote unquote, get rid of your ghosts. And there's a lot of scammers who like 
claim things. Ugh, just like bed bugs. There you go. <laughs> Which is harder to get rid of in New York City. Bed bugs, <laughs> the ghost, or the negative energy of your roommate. I don't know. <laughs> okay, anyway. Um, but you can seek out like a reputable and experienced like spiritual practitioner and get their input. I mean, a lot of ghosty situations are pretty specific to like you and like your situation. Um, I think a lot of it's about like negotiation and fostering respect between you and the entity. <laughs> it's a it's a negotiation situation. <laughs> what do they call that? Oh. It's a hostage, a hostage situation. Yeah. We have to negotiate. Right. Um, but so I think those are good like baseline things. Always cleansing, protect, cleansing, protecting, preventing. I think those are your best bets. If you've got something that's really stubborn or really a problem, I do think your best bet is to seek out like personalized advice. CPP. <laughs> cleansing... Protection prevention. CPP. There we go. Ooh, we could even... No, I don't like that. Never mind. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> scrap it. Scrap it. <laughs> no, the CPP works. Yeah. Um, so that would be my, like, go-to advice. Um, yeah. Call the witch council. I've had an idea. <laughs> yeah. CPP. It sounds like... Uh... It sounds like CBD, but CPP. <laughs> or, like, you know how, like, NYPD is, like, courtesy, respect. Oh. Or cur- courtesy... Some, it, they're like wouldn't know it never thought about joy <laughs> yeah no i do i have not either um, oh, you're about to be like no i have no um no it's just on their cars it's like courtesy respect oh. something and it's like oh it's maybe we should have our own acronym actually i don't want to be like the nypd so. you're like which is cpp which is cpp a novel by <laughs> jennifer allen um yeah so that's just my two cents. People have a lot of different opinions about ghosts and spirits and stuff, so don't just take my word for it. Read a bunch of different theories. Um, yeah. Do you have any other like questions or thoughts? I'm just, I'm just scared that now that we've talked about it, it's going to happen to me. But it's not. I'm also scared that we talked about it at night, as I've said before, because ghosts only come out at night. <laughs> well, I also think that like if... Jen, tell me it's not going to happen to me. Well, I think the fact that you really don't want them around is a... Like, they, 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 it's harder for a ghost to, like, just show up if you're very strongly saying, do not come into my space. <laughs> Especially since we didn't... Like, I don't feel like we came into this space and there were already ghosts living here, right? So you're the one who lives here. You're the one who, like, has the, like, rule of law. Okay. So if you don't want a ghost, tell it to leave because you were here first. Oh, a hard stance from Jen Allen. <laughs> yeah, I, well, I mean, and I guess, like, you know, I would, I would assess the ghost first. Like, is it a chill ghost? I wouldn't, I don't mind a chill ghost. <laughs> the ghost would be in my bed smoking a, I almost said smoking a reefer, like I'm from the 70s. <laughs> Maybe the ghost is. Um, yeah, I mean, I really don't, I don't think speaking about, I think, I don't think speaking about them attracts them necessarily uh, well when you speak <laughs> things into the universe but you are only speaking i don't want a ghost in the house <laughs> that is true there you go yep great <laughs> good talk okay is that it again we're gonna be doing a q a soon so if you got any ghost oh, questions yeah. drop it in the comments or if you want us to... Re- why do you keep saying comments? Like, oh God, this <laughs> On is, our Insta. This is not a YouTube... Oh, okay, yeah. Comments on our Insta at my roommate's a witch. Yep. Or, so, or if you want us to, like, 
respond to your favorite ghost story. Drop us a story that's happened to you. <gasps> if you tell us a ghost story, I will read it out loud and react in such an entertaining way. I'll read it so you can react. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Jen. And I'm Vic. And, and that's, that's the spook. I ate it already. <laughs> I'm Jen. Oh, sorry. Oops. Hi. <laughs> you were like, I'm Vic. Oh, no, that's not my name. <laughs> Hi, I'm Jen. I'm the witch. Hi, I'm Vic. I'm the skeptic. Welcome to my roommate's a witch. Oh, you always say that part. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. we're doing, and we're redoing the beginning. Yeah, so say I the didn't beginning. Realize what was happening. Yeah, no, say the beginning, and, and then I'm going to be like, and part welcome one. to part one of our ghosties' ghosts. Okay, great, yeah. great, 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 great.